to Dealing With It, a podcast about rolling with the punches. This is a mother and son podcast. I am Trish. I'm the mom. My name is Matt, and I am the son. Uh, we also are in a room with, yeah. let's just say it, three dogs. There's three dogs who just got back from the dog park and are still a still little, little charged up. So if you hear some pitter and pattering, it's them just it's playing. It's just them, and um, that's something so. that's something you will have to deal with. <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> yeah. um, well, all right, uh, let's get into it. So our goals from last week. What were your goals, Matt? I don't even remember. Can I tell you? Two? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, I don't remember. So let's just say we completed them. And we were hugely successful. Yeah. And we feel good about it. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to just move right along. We'll just keep going. Um, now, I, I mean, I'm, I believe some, mine was something about, uh, uh, you know, I was I'm, this week I've been um, pet sitting uh, and uh, the, the house. And I've had some time alone because Katie's visiting family right. in well, and uh, we were California. Coming, we were coming right into Christmas when we talked last time. Yeah, that's right. So um, it may have had to do with... The holidays. Yeah, and the, the season. And, and the season, and just, you know, and I hope that it was. I hope it was, because <laughs> that was successful. I would say, uh, looking back over the last week, um, Christmas was, it was nice. Yeah. Can I just say, it was nice. It was really nice. And I'll say, too, there was a lot of, and this seems to be kind of a common theme, uh, uh, where we, uh, you and I will kind of look towards these, you know, bigger holidays and events. Right. And there's and that almost that there's a, that sort of minimal kind of feeling of like almost dread of like what's it gonna be right, right. how's it is it gonna be sad or is it gonna be good like you know it's our first Christmas without dad so everybody has to just stress it a little bit more yeah so that somehow that's gonna make it a little bit better yeah but the thing that we keep kind of coming to is once they come and go it really isn't as. Uh, Scary, no. Uh, as it seems, the I honestly, stuff, I, yeah, the stuff that in grief, in my experience, I can't speak for you or anyone else. In my experience, the stuff in grief that comes up and bites me by surprise is a surprise. It's not something that I I planned that this might be a hard day. Yeah. So I worked really hard too. You know. Right. It is something I didn't expect. Yeah. That gets me. So Christmas, it was great, and um. We, well, I'm just going to say, you and Katie were here Christmas Eve. Yeah. We stayed up till late and watched um, It's a Wonderful Life together. I fell asleep on a plate of pie that I had just eaten. You, was it all eaten even? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Let's just say. (laughs) We'll say it was. Let's just say. But. um, And it was like, right, that's the best part of the movie. It was the best part of the movie. (laughs) Clarence Angel was there and you were snoring a little bit, but it was kind of cute. Because Matt, let's just bring up your babyhood again. You used to fall asleep in your plate often in the in the in, I was saying wheelchair no, in your high chair um, at the table. You would just kind of eat until you were done, and then something I know about myself is that when it comes to my initial feelings of being tired, mm-hmm. I brush them away immediately. I say, yeah. "Get over it," and there's you still, try and work through it. There's still waking world to be a part of. Well, you have and then changed. once once it's time to go, it's time to go, and well, I fall asleep. Yeah, well, it was fun. Um, Everybody was wearing their their new jammies, and we were sitting on the couches in the family room watching on a really big screen and just cuddled up together, not together, but together in the room watching a classic, and nothing wrong with that. It was really nice. Oh, it was so nice, and not to get into too much information territory, but earlier in the evening uh, when we we went to dinner at Katie's parents' house, 
And I think I just ate too quickly. It was just like mm. vegan turkey roast that we ate. And it was just like really, I don't know, oniony or something. But it just messed with my stomach yeah. so bad. I, when I got here to, to, to your house, it was like, I was really not feeling good. Uh, you know, I ended up getting a little sick in the toilet. Well, and I'll I say, though, know. it was one of those like things where it's like no one likes uh, heaving. But it's, uh, oh, it felt so good afterwards. Yeah. That it was just like, oh, man. Should have done that hours ago. <laughs> That, getting in the pajamas, getting on the couch, eating a little bit more food, and watching the movie, it was just a really nice... It was a great night. Night. And um, so Christmas morning came along, it came around, and the stockings were filled, the... Santa came. Santa came, of course. I was trying to stay up to catch him, but I just, I fell asleep in that pie, I don't know. Santa Claus is, I don't know, you just gotta have faith. (laughs) And then, um, after we... Had our initial um, time with with Katie and you and me here. Then our well Sam, who's been on the show before. Yeah, Sam and Jess and his baby wife, came over. baby came over. We opened gifts together. Um, Eric and Natalie, of course, are on their honeymoon. They weren't they weren't there, but um, did get to visit with them on the phone. Yeah, and uh, it, it was just a super nice day. Later on, went over to my dad's house where the rest of my siblings were. You came, and it. You know, in the past, I used to stress it. I used to, not in a bad way, just, I want all the food to be right. I want all the this to be right and that to be right. Yeah. I want the table set. At this time, you know, we showed up over at Dad's house, and I wasn't, I was maybe just too tired to be stressing it. Yeah. But yeah. it was, it was super nice. And yeah. um, not feeling that it was something I needed to be in charge of. I just needed to do, I needed to do my part. For sure. No, I completely feel the same way uh, just in general when it comes to like Bay or like gatherings in general, but like family events too. There's that bit of like, oh, is it going to be awkward? You know, we, like, yeah. uh, like I love our family so much, yeah. but it's like we see each other, you know, an- not often enough that it's just like, oh, hey, what's that? You know, it's yeah. like it's kind of it feels like a big deal to see each, right. uh, everyone always, in the same room. Especially every, you know, you see pieces and bits of um, like you know, social the family. media and stuff yeah but to get everybody in the same room is kind of yeah so I've, I, I always feel a bit of like a pressure of like yeah. okay make sure you catch up with everybody yeah all this stuff. I know. and it just didn't feel that way I don't know if in our situation it was because we've just already seen everyone with this wedding that right. just happened yeah. uh, or what but it, it yeah to me it just felt like uh, a really nice it time just hanging out really nice low-key so that brings me to something I'm gonna share yeah I'm going to boast. I'm boasting. Oh, okay. You okay. deserve to. I Yeah. Because you know what I'm going to talk about? Mm-hmm. Prime rib. Mm-hmm. So, in our family, the Stone family, yeah. from the time I was dating, what I'd hear is about the prime rib on Christmas. On Christmas. It's a big... It wasn't to be messed with. The roast it beast. Was the, it yeah. was. It was. And pictures every year were taken. <laughs> yeah. Um, not just the meat. And this was before like people took them and put them on Facebook. This right. was where you this put it on so... film and had to go develop it. For family record. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's this true. year, this is what it looked like this year. And your grandpa Sam was the guy who cooked it. Yeah. And it was not... it. It was it was serious. It was serious. There was honestly like it does sound silly, but it it's a bit serious. <laughs> it's a bit serious. Yeah. The prime rib, and then um, years went by, and we were having Christmas at our house for a few years. Your grandpa would cook it in where they lived and pay it, <clears throat> and bring it, rewarm it kind of at our home, and then um, pretty soon your dad took over the tradition. Yeah. 
and he made the prime rib. And again, not to be messed with, from the moment that you went to the store to pick it out, it's just a big deal. It is. And the first time I ever went to the store with your dad to pick it out, because this seemed to be not just a stone thing, a stone male thing. Yeah. And I respect it. Yeah. No, I feel that. But the first time I ever went with him was last year. And, you know, he had had some surgery. And, he was, yeah. and I said... A little worse for wear. Well, yeah, yeah, he was. He still had stitches and whatnot, bandages. And um, I said, well, I'm going to the store to pick out the prime rib. Time to, And you know what? He hauled himself up. <laughs> and there he went with me. And we were at, at the store picking the prime rib together. And then yeah. he came back home and I probably went back to bed. But it was that important to him, mm-hmm. that serious. Um, so this year, I bought the prime rib because it needed to be bought. I yeah. didn't know. In fact, I went to the meat guy at the grocery. I said, I'm here to buy prime rib. Yeah. And what I noticed is there is not a sign that says this is prime rib. Yeah. Because prime rib is a rib eye roast. Ribeye roast. So yeah, this is like uh, I didn't know that. This is news to me as well. Okay, where well, do you where do you even go to get them? Well, prime you can go to s- different stores to get them, but I went to a restaurant supply store because we were feeding a big group. Yeah. So the prime rib that I purchased was fifteen pounds. Yeah. It. Yeah. Big. big and that's beast. not inexpensive. So it's an investment, but it is the stone way. <laughs> yeah. And then I brought it home, thinking, well, I've already kind of infringed on the. Tradition by buying it. Maybe yeah. so somebody this, will take it over. This whole time feeling like one of the stone boys will step in well, and do Well, kind of thinking that. Well, then one gets married and is off to Florida. Yeah. The other one is with his family doing some stuff on um, Christmas Eve and, and Christmas morning. And he did actually would say he did help me with it. But it came to me that if this tradition were to live on yeah, this year... I got to step in because I would have had you do it, but you're a vegetarian. And that just did not seem. <laughs> I, I absolutely would have helped. I cut it. I know I you, cut it last you year. did cut it last year because um, your dad wasn't doing that. But from, from my side of things, we woke up in the morning, Christmas morning, and, and it wasn't even like, it, it wasn't a thing of like, uh, oh, do you guys mind if I do? It was just like, all right, nine o'clock, I'm getting this roast started. And it was like, all right, hell yeah. Take <laughs> do it, it. Do it, mom. Yeah, do it. And. Because I just kind of had my brain set around it. And sitting back in a chair and drinking my coffee and saying, which one of you two vegetarians wants to go (laughs) fix the $125 roast for me? Just did not seem fair or Mm. right. And I don't think a vegetarian has ever fixed the Stone Family traditional prime rib roast. But then again, I don't think a female ever had either. Yeah. So, um, you had to teach me. Because, you know, of your experience um, with food and such that how to open the garlic. Oh, yeah. Thing. Clove. Get, get a clove, clove of garlic. Yeah, cloves of garlic. And open it up and start chopping it up. And there were four yeah. cloves of garlic that I chopped to a fine extent. And you mixed minced. it. Minced. Thank you. Yeah. And then um, it included butter. So then I have a small not love. I'm not saying aversion, but not loving the texture of what raw meat, raw meat feels, feels like. Raw like? No, I, I completely understand okay, that. thank yeah. you. Thank you. Not my favorite either. Okay, yeah, because just saying Thanksgiving, reaching your hand up in there and pulling out those yeah. neck and gizzards. Yeah. <laughs> ick, ick. yeah. That's why your dad did these jobs. Yeah. But I did it at Thanksgiving and I did it for Christmas. And I had my hands and 
the clean hands in the butter and the garlic and the salt yeah. pepper and I was rubbing it all over that thing that piece of big rum yeah. thing and um but I'll just tell you this Matt it was good I want to say this it smelled so good and yeah I mean I I, and I had a piece. I had a little piece because it was a tradition. A yeah, it was yeah. a thing. I tried well, to have the, more. The stone in you still needed a bite of meat. That was. It was the thing. I was like, uh, I mean, not to get too into it. Yeah. Uh, I decided to go vegetarian as just more of a. It, it, to me, it wasn't for really political reasons. For me, it was just like uh, just an element of con- a healthy control over my myself. Yeah. That like I was like, yeah, I can give up meat and you know stuck to it. But so for me, it wasn't like oh, I'm stabbing. The, something in the back by, yeah. by having a, a bite of this meat. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to have more, but I will say that being the only meat I've had this year <laughs> was, uh, the, was the hefty red meat. It was so delicious and then kind of hit my stomach pretty immediately. <laughs> but uh, no, it's but it smelled amazing. Uh, you know, it dad looked, would be absolutely proud of it. I felt child. like that too. And I felt like not just your dad, your grandpa as well. I, yeah. And I would felt like. I don't know. Smashing like kind the of, patriarchy. Well, I was like, I am making the roast, and the roast is going to be great. And and I just, <laughs> I I felt I felt empowered by this roast. Yeah. Now, so your brother is coming back from his honeymoon in a few days, and I did not save him any of the leftovers. There were some, but I split them up and gave them all away because I'm going to make a second mm-hmm. prime rib. For your brother and his new wife. Oh, really? So now you just, you just caught the prime rib making bug. You just yes, yeah. I know it was, and I've had people from the family <clears throat> contact me, text me saying, "Man, the sandwiches from your roast were so good. Our leftovers." Oh, so yeah. that made me happy. Um, yeah. yeah, your little your nephew who's what sixteen now. Mm-hmm. He he. He wanted more, he so he, I, he took leftovers home and now, said you, enough did, for his family. Did but you maybe, feel like when you had some, were you like, this is extra delicious because of all the work? I was and, just proud. Yeah, Can I proud just say, it? I wasn't, you know, at first it was a little, am I supposed to be doing this? This wasn't my tradition. This was your dad's tradition. And then I just took it. Yeah. I just took it because now it's our tradition and it's our, still our families. And prime rib is a very fine meat that once a year go buy yourself something special and cook it up and i was just so pleased with myself and um no definitely should be proud i mean it's because that's one of those things like that you don't um you you maybe like when dad had initially passed the first thought in our mind wasn't like well who's gonna make the roast on Christmas, you know. No, it, it came down the line a little, a little a bit, but honestly, it kind of did get brought up kind of early. <laughs> well, in fact, when your dad was becoming very ill, your older brother bought a prime rib and brought it over, and we made a Christmas dinner, a prime rib, and your dad was able to participate with us and eat that. Um, mm-hmm. And That's right. you know that was that was sweet. That was very nice, and and so he, your older brother, was able to get a little direction from your dad on how to make one. Yeah. Not that he was available to help on the big day, but you know what? It it's the worked. Pointers. Well, and the it, thing with me for, for for that with Dad too was, um, uh, I'll admit this now. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to asking Dad to help me, I knew how to make an omelet, uh, but I didn't let Dad know that it was kind of yeah. one of those things where I want you to show me. Famously, you know, our Dad would make omelets for the yes. big uh, yeah. family things, and so when Dad, I mean, this was probably I mean he passed in August, and this was sometime in July where. 
he was getting up and around, but yeah. not not. It wasn't doing stairs too much, sure. and wasn't really feeling great. And so it was just one morning we were hanging out, and I was like, you know, hey, just so I know in the future, like, can you show me the you know the secrets yeah. to making the omelet? So it wasn't necessarily like I needed the pointers, but it was that experience of I need you uh, to tell me how. Yeah, I do need that. Dad to to sign off right. on my omelets. You know, yeah. it's just one of those things that because I could tell it made him feel really good to be yeah. like all right now make sure you just add a little bit of water to the yeah. egg just a little smidge of, you know yeah. like yeah uh it was just passing on that tradition exactly. sort of a thing so it wasn't like i needed the help but it was the thing of like That's i right. needed that experience and i think it was probably the same with sam well, and, and the, you the wanted prime rib and dad to to see that it's going to be okay right right we like you're it. like you're the you're, things you do are going to get carried that's on. right that's right so the prime rib is kind of a big deal it's funny as like as silly as things <laughs> sounds know it. so i showed up to the meal over at my dad's house for uh, christmas with prime rib and baked potatoes and i didn't sweat what else was on the table it was good and I made sure I gave all my siblings bottles of wine. So just in case there wasn't enough, I knew there'd be a gift under the tree that yeah, we would yeah. all be able to enjoy. And um, but, but somehow it all had shown up. And it was really a nice day. Yeah. And um, we started eating. Oh, I don't know. But we, I mean, we were there from one. But heading home by five. I was tired. Same. It was one of those days that felt like it was like six o'clock. Felt like, you know, 11 or midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a chance after we left that dinner just on our way home, um, well, one of my best friends, uh, Steven, yeah. he's, uh, he was in town uh, just for a few brief days for Christmas and family and stuff, yeah. but, uh, uh, and my friend Alex, but Alex of course as well, but... Uh, his wife, right? His wife, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, they were over at Alex's mom's house, and so we stopped by there and hung out for like 45 minutes or so, and yeah. it was just one of those things where I was like, man, I'm so tired, but I just felt like... You know, I, I haven't seen Stephen hardly at all this year, um, yeah. and so it was really cool that I got to catch up with them. And right. so, by the time we got home that night, I was just feeling really good. It was, um, yeah, it was a day that I was, you know, stressing about as we kind of just tend to do. But by the time it was over, it was like, what a good day! Day. Yeah, you know, if you if you allow, if you if you visualize a bucket and you just allow good experiences to fill up in your bucket a little bit. Yeah. Be open to it. Just look for that good stuff. It does fill that bucket, and and you at the end of the night you feel like you know I I got I got enough love to live on here for a bit. Yeah, and there's there's that sort of duality of like you know it's a thing that I struggle with a lot, and I think a lot of people that I've talked to who are also going through grief experiences, um, there's a, a sense of guilt when you enjoy yourself in times that you kind of thought maybe you should feel a little more mournful. Um, you know the kind of area I'm coming into now is like I'm still I'm always going to be sad that dad died at 58 yeah. and of cancer like that's never going to be something that I'm like cool with <laughs> ever <laughs> it's awful um but it's one of those things too where it's like well I you know like we were talking about with suffering there's a little bit of that sort of like okay I can allow myself to feel good experiences and not have it take away from the sadness I feel that he's not here um but like, and that's not necessarily something that I necessarily would have had that feeling, uh, you know, 11 weeks ago when we started this podcast, mm-hmm. it was kind of one of those things of like, like, get out of here, good experiences. I don't want you, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, it's, you are not welcome here. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know if it's just one of those th- I th- things I think, um, you know, I've heard the, the, the phrase that time 
cures wounds and stuff. But I think it's it's time and also effort or time and reflection um you know i think will help with those things and so it's like i'm at the point now sorry dog there was a dog that just hit the (laughs) microphone but that's okay uh, yeah but at this point now where it's like um you know i i have good experiences with things and instead of it being like oh i feel a little guilt with that it's like yeah, like, no, Dad would want me to enjoy that day. <laughs> he would. He I would mean, never want you to feel anything other than that. No, and when I would ask him... Okay, dogs. ...about things that haven't, you know, but about joy or just moving on, or for me, in my case, you know, I had a great talk about um, my future without him. How would he feel if I met someone else? Those kinds of talks. Yeah. And he said, of course, I want you to be happy. Yeah. He, he did say, if you could please wait till I'm gone, <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. And, you know, but, and I am, I'm not emotionally uh, open to that at this time. I, my life is still going to be small for a while until, until something changes. But yeah. for right now, but it, it, it was a gift to know that down the road, if that should happen, that it wasn't that he said like no, don't you ever, ever look at another you're mine oh, right, always no. mine oh yeah that'd be awful no yeah, which he so, wouldn't of course he, ever do, he never would well, but like but there are people that there would there are totally people who would I think there are people that would I think there absolutely <clears throat> so we're not um, I don't think we're moving on we're moving forward or moving well life is going on and yeah. the things that we're enjoying we had his blessing yeah, I think so too. I mean, a lot of that came with at Eric's wedding. Yeah, where I was like, I mean, there were times I would say this season that that for sure was the most emotional I got about not having dad around. Um, but it was also one of those things of like, as sad as I am that he's not here, like, oh man, like, like just knowing how proud dad would be to see like Eric walking down that aisle yeah. and see Natalie coming down and stuff. Like, it's one of those things. Like, I felt him there not in like a really spiritual sense but of just like I can imagine him here and and stuff and so I think <clears throat> that sort of letting yeah like letting in those good feelings right. while still acknowledging that it sucks that he's not there right um is I think it's like almost a skill that you kind of adapt to like you said like instead of we're not really moving on from the sadness that we felt but it's sort of like we're you know and I think a lot of it maybe it's is it because adjusting adjusting or having that sort of mindfulness about a situation to be like this this awareness of how I am feeling yeah. which is sad but also like proud proud you yes. know and and yeah. and letting both both emotions through yeah equally. in a weird way almost like let me experience yeah. this like for him like yeah. like the, the pride that he yeah. would feel for for Eric or uh, seeing Natalie the whole family and yeah. stuff it's like you know well so no, not to be Debbie Downer. No. But let's just move on. Please. Because we did we we did great at the wedding. Of course, Holiday I season. think we felt the emotion. Of course. We had Christmas Eve. We had Christmas Day. Got home. And you know what? <clears throat> I was emotionally spent then. Yeah. Um, so after the wedding, we talked. Um, and we actually did a, a podcast and I was catching a cold. I was like coughing and sneezing and carrying on. Mm-hmm. Got through Christmas, you know, well, um, but this whole last week, physically, 
I've just been dealing with a, a cold, which I think, you know, I don't, the word, the let down after a holiday, I don't mean let down like disappointed because I wasn't, I was impressed with our whole, I love our whole family. Couldn't have gone any better. And to the extent your dad could be present at things, he certainly has been. Mm-hmm. But then being kind of sick, emotionally drained. a little spent and drained. Yeah. Thank you. That's a great word. So kind of physically not well, emotionally drained, not not a good sleeper. <clears throat> well, surprise, surprise, I have felt so sad this week. Yeah. I, um, and I know I have friends. I know I could call people. I could go do and get preoccupied with something, but that's not what I wanted. Right. I really needed to wallow. Yeah. That's, I don't mean a self pity word, but I do mean a, maybe it is self pity, but it's, I needed, here I go, (laughs) on the tissue. I needed to assimilate all of this. Yeah. And so, it shouldn't surprise me. I know you're looking around for tissues. Like, where are they? <laughs> Dang. I carried him to another room. I got a, I got a blankie. We'll be fine. Um, but um, I needed the time to do that. And I've had um, good quality quiet time to yeah. do that. And to do that. Um, and so there was the day after, the 26th after Christmas. I just really enjoyed sleeping in because I didn't fall asleep great so I slept in um puttered around but I'll tell you what on the 27th I had some righteous indignation again yeah I think cancer sucks yeah and I was mad at the unfairness just that I don't know maybe it's post traumatic I don't know yeah, no, I think, it, I mean, I, I'm not an expert, like we say every episode, not an expert, but I can imagine that there's a little bit of that but, rattling around. So I get up in the morning, it's like, you know what, we're dead Christmas, and I started taking down the tree, yeah. which was hard, putting it up, you kids all came, we set it up to be early, had some food, and it was fun, and we just did it, but I took it down, and intentionally, I'm not saying, oh, somebody should have known and gone over and helped Trisha, that's not no. it at all, I wouldn't have had it. Yeah. I wouldn't have had anybody do it because I needed to do it. Yeah. Alone. Right. But I felt like, Sam, why did you leave me to leave to live this life alone? Yeah. He didn't want to. Of course not. But. Yeah, it's like that thing that we were talking about of like, um, that we, you and I were talking about before we recorded, whereas there's those things like you know that you have a... A deep well of support and love at your disposal at totally. all times, but it totally. doesn't it doesn't change the fact that like that dad's not here, right? And that you, you and now, I am, yeah. So that has been actually some I can't say enjoyed, but it's been something for a couple of days. I have leaned into, yeah. But I did. I took down. Christmas with just enough anger that when those boxes get opened up the next year, a little woo, little yeah. puff of anger might come out. But well, you also told me that there was a bit of a a mishap on the stairs. <laughs> yeah, you know we we are in a two story home, <laughs> and so as I'm taking down the tree and putting all the ornaments in boxes, 
I was doing it one box at a time because kind of just like how they went up, I thought if after this box is put away downstairs, if I'm done, I don't want a bunch of boxes sitting around upstairs. So I was just doing lots of stair climbs. Yeah. And I got down there to about the next to last step. So if I were to be dramatic, I'd say, oh, I fell down a whole flight of stairs. (laughs) That's not it. It was like the the, the last two steps. And I don't know how it exactly happened, but I think I hyperextended something. If, if it's like your toes, you know, you got this little piggy went to market, <sighs> which is bends, your... It bends the way it's not supposed to bend. Or it bent the way it was supposed to bend, but way too far. Oh, gotcha. But, you know, the little piggy that went to market is your big toe. Uh-huh. And then the one that stayed home, this little piggy stayed home. That's my piggy that is so bruised. <laughs> but I felt basically on that <clears throat> or overly stretched a yeah. toe and I knew immediately it wasn't broken. But was, did, was but there... then I'm sitting down there saying a very bad word <laughs> at the bottom of the queen mother of all words at the bottom of the stairs sitting there feeling my toe to make sure that it wasn't like popping or something. Didn't have my cell phone on me and I get and I'm like that lady who's fallen and can't get the, up. Did you feel like well I gotta call life alert? Yes! Because I can well, imagine I don't those want are... to be her. Of course not. Of course not. But I can only imagine that's something I've, I've thought about with like because I mean I'll say front off the very front of this like you are not a i have fallen and i can't get up <laughs> kind of person uh i feel like but right? <laughs> i mean you're not at all there but i understand that that thing too of like when you live by yourself where it's just like well what if i start choking on my soup seriously Who's no there? ever since then i have been super paranoid yeah i don't eat peanuts by myself and i've got like this big you got a big jar, jar yeah. of peanuts i pull it out when the people are here and nobody eats them but I've heard about people choking on a peanut before. I guess you could choke on anything, but um, in my head, peanuts. So I don't want to eat a peanut when I'm alone. Yeah. What's but, wrong with me? Well, sure, but that's got to be the most, like, I can only imagine such a natural thing for somebody in your situation to be like, you know, I don't, I don't want to say, because I don't, I don't assume any, take taken anything for granted, but that whole thing of like, oh, if, if I start choking on a peanut, I can go get... Dad, Dad, I can make kind of enough noise. Yeah, they, we can figure it out. At least someone would see me die. Right? <laughs> but, At least call 911 for me. Uh, but, like, so I think there is that thing of just, like, you know, like, oh, it, maybe you things just, just feel, feel a little fragile. Alone. You do. You just feel a little, like, maybe fragile, maybe not as secure as you want, sure. as you think Sure. That's probably you are. a big part of it. Yeah. Um, maybe you don't go up and down hardwood stairs in your socks when you're carrying a box. Um, maybe, you know, I can learn from this. But uh, it, it's just like life is risky. Yeah. And yet when you have other people around you, when we had mom and dad and three kids in the house, a person wasn't going to fall down two steps and not be found pretty quick. Oh, not be like, hey, what was that? Right? What was that noise? You could yell. And yeah. go, hey, I need help. Here he's got uh, Rosie staring at you. Uh, right? And, and, um, but anyway, I'm fine. I've got a bruised toe, but I, uh, it, it's more than that. It oh, is just no, a little, totally. Do you, but I'm not saying I want to move to assisted living. Of course. There has to be something between, um, that and this. I, you don't want to be I the mom in house. the plastic bubble? No. Do you no. think, is it, and if I'm prodding and you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. Um, but I'm just wondering, like, is it that thing of, do you think there's, that this is sort of, like, momentary? This sort of, like, 
um, like feeling of like, oh, I, if I slip on a patch of ice in the backyard or something, like I could be there frozen to death, <laughs> and then somebody will find me in the spring. Like, do you think that's something that is like? Do you feel like this is just a fear you carry now, or is it kind of like that same sensation of like this is all just so new? Like, this is one of those kind of new fears. Uh, I guess my question is like, yeah. how 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 much is that like that paranoia like prominent right. now? Like, right. you know, well, I, I haven't had it yet because I was, I was the one who was the healthy one here. I yeah. was the one who took care of people here. I was the one who had it together here. Sorry. <laughs> well, of the two of your dad you, and I, I, I was the one. Absolutely true. And <laughs> so for me to feel vulnerable in my home yeah, is a new emotion and it is probably a wake-up call of, um, no, I don't want to wear a life alert necklace and I, you know, bracelet, whatever corsage that they have for yeah. people to wear. Um, but, but I have to be more thoughtful as I am, uh, just carrying big boxes up yeah. and down the stairs in my socks on a hardwood step that, you know, looking back, there are things I would have done differently. Thank God it was just a toe, right? Sure, yeah, of but, course. Um, but as a, a person that has three sons, and I know all three of you boys love me dearly, and I'm being honest with you about what happened, but I don't want you three getting together over a beer down there at the <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings and looking for a place for mom, you know, no. <laughs> either. Oh, no, no. How no, no, no. <laughs> do you say no. that? Well, because I, you know, I, I don't... Because I still know you. I mean, you're not, you're not of a geriatric sort Thank of you. Era, like <laughs> I area. I don't feel it. No, uh, I got lots of things to do. And you're very resourceful. I think if, if I had to guess, and I if tell me if I'm wrong, uh, I just I think it's like because it's a new vulnerability and a new yeah. thing to be sort of like, um, like aware of that maybe it's for forcing you to be like hyper aware of. Right. Maybe so. And so I mean, in it's one of the things because, like, realistically, I think if you were, if, if for some awful reason you fell down some stairs and, and like broke a leg or something, yeah. you are a person who would you you would figure out how like yeah. okay what do I need to do I need to yeah. get out of this situation, right. yeah. um, and it would know. it might be painful but it would be fine right or you know like okay can I say one other thing of course of it's, course it's it's not something I've told anybody and I'm just telling you only you okay just I'll keep it between me and you. <laughs> Okay, so like you've heard about those urban myths, maybe they're not, about toilet, uh, about like snakes and stuff coming out of uh, toilets. Are you kidding me? I think about that often. I <laughs> always put the toilet seat down now <laughs> because when your dad was here, if a snake came out of the toilet, I'd see a snake and I'd say, there's a snake. And then yeah. your dad would say a very, very, very bad word, but he would deal with it. He would. And uh, important to note too, snakes are a real no-no in this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I, sell my property before I would say, I'd look at a snake. <laughs> I agree with you. Snakes are one up there on my top. Uh, okay, thank you. Top no thank yous. So if you ever go into my bathroom, the toilet seat will always be down now. Because should a snake come up there, I don't want it to surprise me by being in now, my house. Now, do you see like, like the lid? Like the whole thing is covered? The uh, lid is down. The lid is down so that if you open it and like you see a snake. If you went into the bathroom right now. The lid would be down on the toilet, and you'd have to lift it up to use the bathroom. But then, wouldn't that make you surprised by it? Like, but it would at least be contained. 
Oh, got you. So when I call nine one one, if like it's in there, it's contained. Yeah. If the thing came up out of there and then was somewhere else in a room, I would have, I'd have to leave my home. Oh yeah. And then it gets awkward. <laughs> no, I get it. And like, then it probably has babies somewhere. I don't know. And what now they this do. house belongs to the snakes. Well, because I'm not in it. Yeah. Uh, so I, anyway, I'm just yeah. saying I'm not paranoid, but. but. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I'm extra cautious about things that are unlikely, but things I know I can't deal with. Which I, would be a snake or an alligator coming out of my toilet and walking into my bedroom. No, that's so weird. I mean, I do think about that pretty okay, often. thank you. Do you keep your toilet lid down, though? No, maybe I'll start. The thing Katie that gets me... Get it for you, the thing she? that gets me is... Uh, I mean, I'm certainly not a fan of snakes, um, and I don't mind spiders. I see a spider on the wall. It's like, okay, I saw a video one time. Of like Australia, where somebody had like they kicked their toilet and this big old spider came out from under it, and like that's how like you know it's like that's how we check to see if cause there's spiders that dwell in those like moist dark sure. areas. Yeah. So now okay. I like if I'm like in a strange bathroom, you kick the toilet. I take I take my foot and I check under the <laughs> seat. Now uh, you see you've given me something else to do. I I don't I feel like well but thank you for keeping me safe. Exactly I. Uh, yeah, this podcast is just going to turn into <laughs> us scaring each other into being uh, agoraphobic and <laughs> uh, not leaving the house or being afraid of our own homes. But uh, but you no, can't be alone in your own home unless you no, fall. Okay, she might fall. Down. But I, yeah, exactly. I I have to imagine though that for anyone who is in your position, that's got to be such a common thing because it's like one is really like so vastly different than two. Uh, yeah, it is. Just to not. You know, I mean, and I think while we've talked a little bit about how there's things about that that are a little like exhilarating, where it's like the world is now like your your oyster to be like, I can choose whatever direction I want to go, and then there's the flip side of that, which is like, oh crap, anything can happen. Is alone and yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah, I completely. I mean, I can I sympathize. That's like that's scary. Um, I think. Yeah, I'm but, curious to see like as your experiences grow more of stepping out of your comfort zone yeah. into things like how that paranoia and that fear. But I know uh, I know of people, uh, men and women, yeah. men mm-hmm. and women who, after losing a spouse, death, divorce, whatever, go very quickly into a new relationship because the idea of being alone is something they can't live with. Yeah, I am not choosing that direction. I'm not out today looking for your new daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, daddy, that is not the word I'm uh, most fond of right there. But But let's just move on. Because I I love my life. I miss your dad, but I love my life. And so the adjustments I'm making to being alone in a home, um, I'm still choosing that it's my home. For sure. And it's uh, the issues that will happen around this home, like, a crack in the ceiling, seriously, that your brother wants me to have somebody check it. I don't even know who to have check. Yeah, I don't Maybe know. you'd like to go check. I don't know. I'll, but, I'll look at it. I don't know if I can tell well, you much. Or, you know, yeah. like how I had to install a dryer or those kinds of right. things. I prefer to to use my friendship network to do uh, to hire someone to do it mm-hmm. alone rather than say, I can't be alone. So yeah. I need so much to have somebody else come around and be my better half. I don't. Yeah. Need that? That would be something that, if it happened, would be a flipping miracle, and because I'm, I'm just not there yet. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I'm just saying, yeah, being alone, being 
being single Mm -hmm. when you used to be a couple is a huge adjustment. I didn't even... Are you finding things that you maybe, and not like take for granted in that sort of negative context, but you just sort of have gotten so accustomed to... Of course. That now that it is, now that dad's not here, is it kind of like, oh, I didn't realize how much... It helped just to be like, hey, what color washer dryer do you like? Just to sort of bounce ideas. Right, and then still get the one I wanted. But right, of course. It, but but, it, just, it, but the, like, just the ongoing conversation. And you um, get validation from someone. Right. Like, yeah, I like the red. Yeah, and you it's did cool. good. I did make I like a good it. choice. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, what I've noticed this week that's just been a quiet week and my probably depression brought upon by... After holiday, after wedding, after... Just as things are kind of calming back down. And when I don't have a lot of other things to think about, to look forward to. Um, how much... Not I don't talk to myself out loud, but how much internal conversation goes on in my head yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I might have talked your dad's ear off. I don't know. <laughs> but... Um, but if there were things to talk about, there was always somebody to, to talk about it with. Yeah. And uh, I have great friends. I've got great kids. I can text people. I can call people. I can get together and have coffee with people. And I do. But there's not and that, like, not built, the same not person in my built house. built-in right. network that you have as, right. like, a spouse. And I'm not, like, talking to the cats yet. Right. Well, that makes one of us. I've been I've been alone for three days, and I've been talking to the animals like crazy, like out loud. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mostly just like berating them for being horrible. But well, I love yeah. them. I love them. Of course. Them. But of I'll tell. I'll tell them. But I think you're horrible. Uh, yeah. No, I've been babysitting this week. The yeah. dog, little uh, Rosie, who's a boxer. So yeah, a high ball, energy boxer. Bo- so has that uh, added to the uh, like. The stress of things, or has it been nice to kind of have yeah. this little body around? It's been nice to have this little body around. I, um, you know, it's we've had some on and off wet rain or snow outside, and so uh, I have hardwood floors, dark hardwood floors, and, and I, I'm at the point now where why even try to clean up the doggy footprints? Because maybe, maybe wait till their mom and maybe maybe until. wait till she goes home, um, and then just mop really good. Although I do kind of go over it because it, yeah, I gotta say. I still try and keep my house clean, it does, yeah. but um, but it's been fun uh, to have her. Though I think that people then go, "You want a dog?" And I'm not saying that. I'm right. not saying I want a dog because um, dogs do a lot of other things that aren't as cute uh-huh. as snuggling up with you. So, so is it one of those things? Like, do you feel like in your mind you're like you could test the waters, like thinking to yourself, like. I might like having a dog around here, but then finding it like, but I don't want to tell anyone that because I don't want to make a deal of like. Yeah, and I don't want anybody to buy me a dog for a gift, and then I'm there, stuck with you for the next fifteen years, and right, and I don't know what my life is going to be, and I, but so how much? Well, how much of that happens? Like, and I'm just kind of curious now, I guess, but like, just in general, of you having like, oh, like I'm, I test the water, like you know, like. I'll entertain the idea of a, a change or something, but then you're like, I'm not going to bring that up to anyone because it just feels a little too big. Well, and I'm I'm one that's sensitive to other people too. If I went around, if I said something to you kids, which I'm just using it hypothetically because I'm not thinking it, but if I said to you kids, house is big, trip down the stairs, you know what? I'm going to work really hard this uh, winter, get the house ready, and I'm going to sell it this spring. Oh, no. If I said, I'm thinking that maybe I'll yeah. sell the house this spring. Thinking. 
if I just was entertaining the thought, which I'm not. <laughs> you feel that after, like, you have to but justify. But if I did say yeah. it out loud, if it's out there, then all you guys have this little red alert on your on your uh, radar mm. that you don't need to have. You don't need to have a little, like, I wonder if mom wants to really sell the houses. Well, if she's going to sell the house, maybe I need to be da-da-da. <laughs> um, yeah, mom, uh, whatever. Right. No, I, I, I understand. So I don't, I don't want to... Be that person that says something and then pulls back, says something, pulls back. That just feels like it would add stress and anxiety to you three kids. And just call attention to something that maybe I'm just thinking, wouldn't that be cute to look at that house? Yeah. I, I don't know. But does that, so how do you feel about that, That though? Uh, and again, if I'm prying, you can just say, no, you can move on. But like that feeling of like, oh, I would like to, you know, maybe just bounce around the idea of, of looking at a house or like share that sort of. Uh, you know, just like that, yeah, that rattling around of an idea, mm-hmm. but then being feeling like you have to then kind of like hold it back because you don't want to make a bigger deal out of it right. than just a thought. Like I would probably honestly, Matt, and I love my boys. I love you three sons. Like every uh, everything, every, every piece of love I have is yours. Oh, we know. I would probably not share it with, with you. Yeah, I would probably share it with a girlfriend first. Yeah. Um, and run some things by people that are not as emotionally invested as in involved. my yeah um home. This is where, I mean, we moved here when you were one. Yeah. And although you're thinking, it's just a house, mom, sell it if you don't want it anymore. It, it's, there's still something there. Oh, oh, no, I completely understand. I and, mean, it, it would be, if you did decide to sell this house, it would, yeah. it certainly would be like a wow. a mixed emotion. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I know as far as Sam and Eric and I go, it's, you know, I mean, the pretty much our, the, the duties that we feel we have, I, and I feel comfortable speaking for them. In that, when it comes to our family, is like if it if mom if it's what's best for mom, right. then like absolutely Make you know happen. as long as it's yeah. not going to put her somewhere dangerous right. or like uh, yeah. You know, yeah a bet but like uh, and then I'm going to sell the house and live on the streets because you know yeah. what You're I like, like you know what I like I, I've always liked the idea of being a vagabond and <laughs> traveling by and if you town to just town bring me a shopping cart to push around I will yeah. I would you know we would support you as best we could I but know someone tells me you have a few hoops to jump through to make that yeah come, and fair come enough to, to I appreciate trip. that and I I was present in the room when on more than one occasion you kids told dad you know well we're there for her. we'll take care of her. We'll make sure she's okay. Which is kind of a big um, promise to make to dad. Especially considering how I like to be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I wouldn't be too surprised if I got a call from you one day that was like, so I'm halfway across the country. I started out. There was a, I had a, a whim and I followed it. Right. And that sounds fun to me still. That does sound fun. You know, it's just like little over four months out from when your dad passed. And so I'm, yeah. I'm not there yet, but I would love to be that girl. Yeah. I would love to experience all of the, the life that's out there and explore places and ideas and religions and just, I mean, there's so much to still learn. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a kid, but I, I feel it's very strongly. So that I would love to do. Yeah. And if that, um, and I know you guys would all just say, please keep checking in. Check in, <laughs> let me know where you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as the house goes, I'm comfortable. There's no reason to change anything right now. I've got <laughs> things I want to still do here. Um, can't ask for nicer neighbors, better neighborhood. I'm in no hurry. 
Uh, I will wear shoes on the stairs probably. Probably. Yeah. Do you still... Because, like, I'll find myself still fighting this feeling of, like, you know, okay, man, it was, like, four months ago. Um, you're having more good days than bad days, you know. It, uh, Remember we used to go in four-hour increments because there wasn't going to be a good day. No, there wasn't. I uh-huh. mean, and there's still, like... I mean, we've moved up to eight hour increments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting near a day. Yeah. yeah. No. But like, um, there really is this sort of like fight that I have of just like, you know, I'll, I'll still feel the effects of, of grief. I'll still feel, um, you know, more foggy about things sometimes. I'll still feel irritable out of times. And I, I don't necessarily connect it to like, oh, I was just thinking about my dad's passing and I then right. got cranky. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't connect them as often, but I do think there's that, but I have that inclination to be like, all right, but what's the next thing? Um, yeah. Which like we've talked about that there's not that sort of like move past it. Next thing. It's like, okay, grow with, with it, it. Carry Take it with care it. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know if we talked about this last Week, um, something that has been helping me a lot with my anxieties that I've been talking about in therapy is the idea of of nurturing the parts of yourself that are that you don't want there. The grief, um, anxiety is one for me that I just I just can't shake it. It's you know it's just it's a chemical thing. I don't know, mm-hmm. but like <clears throat> what helps me in the situations that I've been finding recently is to take those negative things. Uh, whether it be anger about dad passing, um, anxiety, <clears throat> any of those things, and like talking to it, like it's a person, and you're like, like okay, what's up, anxiety? Mm-hmm. Like, I wish you weren't here right now, uh, but you are, and I appreciate you. I know you have my back, but like giving a little bit of love to those negative things um, ha- has been sort of helping me take that idea of carrying something with me and growing with it, yeah, uh, like grief and anger and. And stuff, and not letting that sort of dictate. But, yes, it takes the power away from the anxiety. Because I can't. It, it's so because you are now saying, "I'll take care of you. I appreciate you've been here a long time, and yeah. uh, and like, you're I, a part of me. I feel like you have my best interest in right. mind, but it's not working for me. Right, and it and by that you've deflated that balloon for the, it, for now. Because you like, know, and, right, and then it'll come back up. I mean, that's the thing, like. Anxiety, the anger that I felt since dad passed, like, I know it's not gone, but it's one of those things where it's like, by, yeah, taking, it because it can feel so overwhelming, like, to the point where it's just, it feels like that's what I am, like, I am Mm -hmm. anxiety, I I Mm -hmm. am anger, you know, it's like, it feels that strongly, and then to kind of look at it in that sort of more like, you know, almost personable way, for me, at least, it sort of helps to be like, Okay, you're you're here. You're with me, um, but you're not me. Right. And so we're gonna get through this together. You know, and talking to my emotions as if they're people. Still, you know, why I mean, not? it's like it's it because it is. It's <clears throat> yeah. you. It, I mean, it's you're taking care of you. Because I do feel strongly about that. That it, that grief is not something that we're gonna be getting over or through, but it is now something that is carried with us. <clears throat> I mean, do you remember that when we started this podcast, however many weeks ago? We were thinking, we need to talk about the the five stages. Five stages, of grief. yeah. That's what. I, oh, yeah. Well, and we've we've just come a long way in understanding where we're at yeah. and what it is, and it's not a 
okay, that's over. Moving on. Yeah, totally. Um, it, and that's cool. I like that we are learning and growing. I like and, having that sort of forcing ourselves to be in that sort of mm-hmm. uh, growing mindset. Um, if I didn't know better, this last week would have been really awful. Yeah. But as I was feeling, as I'm putting away ornaments off the tree going, put you back in the box. Doesn't really matter because in a year from now, I'll be taking you back out, whatever. Yeah. Just keep doing this till I die. <laughs> you know, that kind, no, of, totally. that kind yeah. of lovely Christmas sentiment. <laughs> yeah. I knew you're tired. You're mm. emotionally drained. You're grieving. Yeah. Your feelings aren't bad. And they're not suicidal. And you're not crazy. Right. It's just how you feel in the moment. And, um, and you know, but I did. I took every bit of Christmas down in a day. I yeah. mean, it was, it was a long day. Yeah. And I was tired. Just didn't want to see it anymore. Right. So then, then the next day I had a very sore toe. And... <laughs> yeah. Other aches and pains, just because I was climbing up and downstairs more a, yeah. often, carrying stuff. It was sometimes heavy stuff. Some of that stuff heavy. And and then I, so then my body is aching, and then I'm kind of paranoid, and then I'm pretty much a hypochondriac. Uh-huh. I probably have fibromyalgia now. <laughs> oh man, I get Everything that. For, I get that. From <laughs> Everything hurts. And I'm depressed, and I've been meditating, so I'm more aware of my feelings. So now these things hurt more. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you just go, "What the heck?" And Trish then you get stuff. well, then yeah, and then it gets into that cycle where you're kind of just—it's like <laughs> no. it feels like a bit of a tornado, just like ah, and I feel crappy, and, it's and just like, because I feel crappy, everything's going to be crappy. So then today, you say, "Mom, I'm going to come over. Let's do the podcast." And I'm thinking, "Well, this is going to be—you know—I'm going to be a cheery gap." <laughs> But at least I can talk about the prime rib. But before we did this, we went to that dog park. Yeah. And we had three dogs. And it was, the sun was out. It was a little chilly, but it wasn't freezing. And it was so lovely to be in nature. Yeah. And watching these animals that we have just run and loving it and talking. And we didn't even talk about what we would talk about here. No, no. We were just kind of catching up and walking around the dog park while they were running but all sorts of wherever. a new tool to put into my into my backpack of things is get yourself out of the house into nature. It's not like don't, it's not about just be busy or be sort of active because I was active putting stuff away. Totally. But there was something Something about about being out in the sunshine and the fresh air and the people at the dog park, and I've never been to one before, they're friendly and everybody has something in common already. They don't have to know my whole story. (laughs) Right, yeah. All they know is that you have a dog. I have a dog. What kind of dog is it? It's, (laughs) you know, and so... It was a surprise, wonderful event, and I thank you for that. You thought, well, we'll oh, wear the dogs out, so when we do the podcast, they'll be sleeping, which they finally are kind of finally, yeah. and we're about done. But, um, um, but I think there's just a piece that I was overlooking of right. mental health, which is get yourself out into the bigger world sometimes and get out of your four walls even though where you'd like to be is under your bed mm-hmm. even if it's just take take care of your animal and go out and yeah. throw a ball around oh, for him I completely agree with you there's uh, that's a sentiment I share completely if I in a tool that I also feel like I have where it's like I, I feel really overwhelmed or exhausted and it's like you know okay I have uh, you know I have an hour before I have to do anything or something like I'm gonna Either if 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 I have time, I'll take the dogs for a walk, or 
I'll just go on a, a bit of a walk outside, and there is something about that sort of feeling, the sunshine, sort of just being outside of the house kind of helps me get outside right. of myself, and it's just like... Just uh, the, the new air, the cold yeah. air, the... And there's just like, you know, it it really just depends, I suppose, too, on, on the way I'm feeling, because there's sometimes like I'll like, I gotta take the dogs for a walk yeah, so they're sure. not pent up all day, and it's just sort of like, how quickly can we get this done? But there's also that thing if 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 my mind is in the same in that right place of like, I'm gonna go experience the sunshine. I'm gonna go even if it's cold, or I'm gonna go, you know, just see how. Yesterday, good point. I wasn't even really like walking about. I was doing something uh, generally that I didn't want to do, which was just driving around in traffic. Um, yeah. But I caught it was like around sunset. I was coming. I mean, it's not gonna mean anything to the listener. I was coming on Fairview into Boise, uh, and there's just this big. Um, uh, like mountainscape, and it was like around sunset, it was like really purpley sky, mm-hmm. and the sun, the mountains just had a bunch of things, and it was just one of those things of like, I got hit with this thing of like, I where I live is beautiful. I mean, like, I'm so wrapped up in me, and not in, the, in a sense that I, I would ever like try to be. Um, I think it's sort of just in a, a normal state of like, you know, contemplating life. One of my biggest hobbies is just thinking, to yeah. sometimes my own detriment, but like, uh, it's. Was it, like, overthinking? Overthinking. I've I mean, heard that yeah. word. Yeah. Um, but just to be like, wow, like, this is beautiful. Like, I mean, like, there is such a world around, you know? I mean, and that's what I get sort of from walking around sometimes, too. It's just like, I don't know. It, yeah, it gets me outside yeah. of myself. And I think that's what I need sometimes when it does start to feel really overwhelming. Well, and I was thinking, I was, in a way, taking care of myself by clearing the calendar don't go, don't make yourself be, you know, give yeah. yourself a week off after the, you know, the, the emotional high of this last week. And, and it wasn't that being out was causing me any suffering, but no. it was just something I didn't even know I was missing. Yeah. And I mean, I admire that and you, you know, it, it, it to well, me, I'm just sitting here going, that's a new tool for me that it doesn't mean I have to go out and be social. Yeah. It, going for a walk does not mean you have to. You don't, have to, you don't owe anything or... to anybody out there. I'll say, though, that's so funny that you mention it because I've been planning, I mean, since for for a while now, knowing that Katie was going to be out of town mm-hmm. um, visiting her family, that I'm, I'm going to have this time to myself. And I'm like, oh, man, close the blinds, me alone in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to just sit and do what I like to do. In which my is, underwear. I'm just going to think, well, my, yeah. new, my new pajamas. Oh, but, uh, those are good, too. <laughs> um, and stuff, but I will say the most sort of uh, invigorated I felt this whole time was hanging out at the dog park right. the last couple of days yeah. uh, uh, with with you, just being out in the sun and walking around and and being social. Yeah. Which sometimes, against me, my better judgment, I feel like that's what I don't want. You know, like I don't really want to be out and about. Right. And then you hate to say, maybe I was wrong. Like, dang, I really got a lot out of that. I know. <laughs> you know? Dang uh, it. Uh, maybe I don't know everything. And for me, I do think a little bit of that dips into. I don't know if it is depression or if it's the anxieties of just the world when you feel like you already have so much going on, mm-hmm. but it's like, it really does kind of feel like it's, uh, well, it could t- be a, today was a, yeah. a moment that it was really nice. And that's, it, it goes good. back to it too, not even making it bigger than it has to be of, it's not like, oh, every time I'm feeling sad, hit the road, see that's what, right. get in that sunshine, yeah, okay. yeah. but to acknowledge like I was feeling a bit in the weeds today and being out with you, my mom, in the watching our dogs yeah. play, watching my dog, Zeno, who is, uh, he is 
notoriously a bit of a grump, uh, getting along with some dogs and and stuff. It just made me feel really good. And so it's, if, if anything, just to, to take time to cherish that moment and be like, that was nice. And, and be not like you're saying outside of yourself, helping another or making a great event for a dog, you know, your dog that you care for my, this little dog that I'm babysitting that I care for. Um, it, it brings a sense of something that's, that is bigger than you. Yeah. And that was good. And, um, some days I love closing the blinds, turning it all off, mm -hmm. um, and stuff. But sometimes like you were saying, like, I didn't even know I needed it, but we're going out with you to the dog park today. It really, perfect. Yeah. And then, and I feel like, uh, you know, it's just maybe a dog owning a dog person thing of being like, all right, now I don't feel bad that I kept my dogs all cooped up. <laughs> like normally, you know, like at, at the very least I'll take them on a walk. Sure. But it's like, just so they don't go to the as, bathroom in the house. You know, yeah. But, but seeing, seeing them like bound, you know, oh bounding across the, the park, it's like, all, all right, getting that energy out. Yeah. I, I mean, if you can say a dog was happy, we had some happy dogs happy and pups, yeah. that makes you happy to be. Like, aren't I a good guy? Yeah, it's like, I did something nice for for a being, not not myself. Um, well, we're coming up on yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, are you going to make a resolution this year? Well, maybe, should we do that instead of goals this week? Well, maybe, maybe paint let's, a... Let's talk the bigger picture. Paint a broad stroke. I'm into that, because I'm not usually one for resolutions, uh, in the sense that... I don't like putting that kind of pressure on myself where right. it's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to hit the gym this year. Well, you know, or I'm, I'm going to do this this year. Uh, I, I don't know if it's always the best to set off on that, that foot of like, now there's pressure because I said I was going to do it. Darn it. But I do think it'd be good, um, to, to, yeah. Well, let's you know, maybe... we, we've set some short term goals and sometimes it's not bad to re, um, calibrate the compass to say, yeah. Um, a long-term goal that, you know, then you set up short-term goals that do or do not yeah. go to it. And then, of course, I always say my my goals can be changed because I can change. Yeah. And so the things I, there's I, I want nothing in change. my world is that rigid. So sure. I can sure set a goal, but if yeah. I don't, if I don't, and I'm not sure I ever have really ever succeeded at one, it's okay. I'm, I don't lose sleep over that. Yeah. Everything else, but not that. <laughs> but I like that. I like the idea of painting a, a bit of a broad stroke to see, like, because, uh, like, thinking back to where, like, I was a year ago to now. Right. I mean, it feels. I, I look back at this year as probably the year that I have uh, recently, like, experienced the most. I kind of feel like, in yeah. general, um, New Year's will come up and I'm like a year already, geez, you know, because I've been working or getting into stuff and yeah. and getting into my my sort of grooves that I feel like this year, um, as much as I wish it never had of happened, course. losing dad and stuff has forced me to a place where I really am um, taking in experiences more. And in that aspect, it feels like um, as a personal thing, like I've just a- accomplished a lot as a, a person this year as far as. Um, I think maybe uh, being more uh, conscientious or more like, um, I don't know, empathetic even, or just feeling emotions, like trying to tune into emotions. Well, and I would say as I, I mean, I've loved you for years. Oh, nice. And yeah. (laughs) And, um, and liked you most of those years as well. (laughs) I liked you a lot. I like you a ton right now. Despite my best efforts. No, I really, I mean, it feels like. Um, you are finding some directions that are um, exciting and new and 
that you're sharing it with me, which makes me happy. Well, I don't know if I would find those avenues if I wasn't sharing but, with you, you know? I mean, it's know, almost... For sure, I will always be uh, supportive of you. I mean, yeah. you've never... You know, I just am delighted. <laughs> but I do in you and in your growth. And I've seen it too. I think that... Th- Losing your dad at age 27 on your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, 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 it didn't change you, but it enhanced some things. Um, but it, it, you being a thinker, you know, have, have experienced it with an open heart and open communication and shared and been you know, sad, of course, and grieving and growing and learning and, but doing it with a very open mind and an yeah. open heart and then communicating so well with me. And I just can't love you more for that. I just, Oh, I know. I, I no, I appreciate you saying that. I, I really do appreciate you saying that. Um, I, uh, I do feel, I mean, the same way when I, uh, when I even approached you about doing this podcast, it was I was really nervous to bring it up. You're like, "Hey, mom, I know you're going through a lot of changes. Do you want to <laughs> broadcast that to the world?" Um, but, well, then why not? <laughs> no, but my the you know, and and you saying that it wasn't even just like, "Yeah, I'll do it." It was like, "Yeah, let's do." it. I feel like there's a story to sort of tell and what we're going through. Well, and so much about, especially initially with grief. How do you know? Right. Because when you're in the middle of grief, you're not going to go get a book and start reading it. It's just like, yeah, you it's can't. like, no, I'm already in the, I'm already in it. Yeah, I'm in the deep end yeah. and it's a little late for to swimming lessons. For, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And even what resources that of what, you know, quote unquote swimming lessons are even yeah. out there. But like, right. um, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm so proud of you the way that we, you've come through uh, this experience. Uh, and I feel like a similar way of like, how do I take this horrible negative experience and how do i use that for 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 good right. to, to make the world a better place out of my crap and i'm not saying our podcast is making the world a better place but i think that that well, that's our intention of course it's our help. intention but <laughs> i think just having the mentality of i want to make something good right out of this uh, i think of carrie fisher uh princess leia when yes. she passed away there was that quote going around a lot of like she said, you know, take your, your broken heart and turn it into art. Yeah. And I, I love that where it's just like I can uh, take what has been, the, you know, the hand that's been dealt um, and I can use that to then look at the world and say like, okay, yeah. how does this make me a more empathetic person to, right. to or more in tune to things in the world? Well, taking this experience, look at that. One of the puppies wants the other one to play. <laughs> they got um, a little... Yeah, and it's the boxer that wants to play, and so she's doing her boxy thing. Yeah. Um, but I think that taking this experience um, and rejecting it and acting like we're fine, no problem, and just rejecting it is is taking an opportunity away. That, I mean, giving it away. Yeah. Giving it away, saying we're not interested in an opportunity to let this add to this tapestry of my life. Mm-hmm. It's... Um, and that's not who you and I are. We're going to take, even if it is horrible and hard, yeah. And um, but it's going to be there 
and we may as well put the energy into it to make it good rather yeah. than put the energy into it to disregard it. Right. I, th- I think there's that, uh, and that's something I've been noticing too as we talk to more people uh, in grief and and in just hardships in general is I think there's two, and it's not mutually exclusive. You can feel both at the same sure. time, but there's oh, that I, two yeah. things of like, well, F this, um, you know, nothing about this is good. Right. Nothing about this is giving meaning. And I've had days where I felt that way. Sure. Um, and then there's that other thing too of like, you know, I honestly kind of appreciate how much all of this is just making me feel because it's, it is putting perspective and experience, uh, that I will have now to carry with me in other situations to be like, well, I'm maybe going through this, but it is nothing compared to the pain I went through with this or, um, you know, right. or or I have a bit of a grounding spot. Sure, of perspective. Perspective. Of really, what's that important? Yeah. and I have felt both of those emotions simultaneously. Sure. But I mean, it's you know, it it doesn't. It's not a. It's not necessarily unique to yeah. uh, to our experience. It's no. I think just the human the human well, spirit. Maybe. It is, but knowing that our life journey didn't end with that, it will continue. Yeah. Nobody asked us, nobody let, nobody vote, voted right. on it. It's just facing the reality. Yeah. What do we want it to be? And well, then, you know, that case, I would still want it to be good. Yeah. So coming into this new year now, we're looking, right. we're knocking at 2019's door on the day that this is coming out. Sure it is. Uh, w- maybe what is something that you would look at now, a year from now? What would you like to say you, maybe not like accomplished, like, oh, I made all these crazy mm-hmm. things, but like. Uh, where where would you like to be standing, I suppose, uh, right. metaphorically? Well, I, for this upcoming year, I mean, I, I, I just want to get stronger. Yeah. Um, and if, and I mean, physically, probably emotionally, um, I know I can't probably force the emotional part, but on the other side, you know, like I haven't, it's been over five months since I got on the scale. My clothes still fit. I'm probably <laughs> the same, Yeah. but I want to take a more active role in being healthy because I realize my life and the quality of my life as a single person in a home will depend upon my ability <laughs> to have good balance, to have good core strength, to have lift and tote and carry. Yeah. And I do believe there's a, a mental health um, benefit the to mind, coincide with, with your physical body health. connection, yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying that I won't drink alcohol. I'm not saying that I want, stop everything, but I do want Occasionally to f- have a, a, a cheese ball dinner. Uh, just yes, a- cheese ball and Moscato, thank yeah. you very much. But, um, but I think... I have to not just just take a whole. I, I can't just take a big break from focusing on health, and yeah. you know and that means making sure I make my appointments to go to the dentist and go see your doctor and yeah. check the cholesterol and actually listen to what they say. And um, I am not going to go so far as to say I'm going to join a gym, although. That would be more likely than getting a dog. <laughs> but I always, you know, I've joined gyms before and I've just felt guilty when I don't go right. and I have to talk oh. myself into going. Absolutely. It's but, a lot of pressure to put on yourself to say, I'm right, going to do To yeah. do that. So um, I think I will 
not say no. Sure, but, but just take a kind of a mindful approach part, to, to health. It's not part of the yes, a mindful approach to my health. Yeah, and I want to. Uh, I do want to look good. I want to feel good. I want to feel, and and like say so, you know like I want to keep up with you and your <laughs> brothers. And I'm older than you guys, but I I um. I don't. I don't want to get old yet. So I sure. will. Going to work on staying young. Taking life by the horns that way. I, I think that's a really cool goal. I mean, you. I yeah. Um, I don't think you're an unhealthy. Uh, I don't think it's so far person. away that it's going to require too much. But. But I think having your mind in that place of like, how do I, you know, better making, yeah. myself in that a aspect. priority, make myself and my well-being and health a priority in my world. And it can be done. I yeah. uh, so many of the things that I could use of it as excuses um, are not. I mean, mm-hmm. oh well, I work long hours, so I have to go through the drive-through, or right. well, Dad's sick, so I just have to you know take care of him and not go for walks. I can't possibly leave the house, or yeah. you know, for sure, those are things that maybe were reasons, excuses, whatever in the past that I don't have. Yeah. So if I'm going to be real with myself. I can do this. I, yeah. I can do this. I think that's a really good. I mean, I can only speculate too that if you, yeah, if you, you know, if you put a focus on like feeling your best, right. um, you know, that'll open doors to experiences of things. Where exactly. You just, if you're where feeling you feel good, like you it. feel yeah, you feel good. Like I don't know how to ski, but maybe. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Maybe. All right. I don't know. I mean, there's I'll a bunny you. hill. Yeah, there's a bunny hill. You might have to support me, like physically. physically yeah. Oh, I'm not going. Or when Victoria's Secret has the geriatric cast, you know, uh, catalog that comes out. Maybe, I want to maybe go treat yourself to a little. Uh, be a model. I could make some money. What you did you what? think I was going to treat myself to? To a, a trip to the mall? To no, baby. <laughs> you didn't think I, your mom would be in the catalog? I'm I, saying when they okay. have the no. geriatric catalog. Uh, well, okay. I, I think you're a little. I should be an underwear model. Sure. Well, you are. I think if you're in the geriatric catalog, you would be the youngest <laughs> in the catalog. Uh, but I support you fully. Your eyes are doing not, that thing again. Your eyes are doing that. I'm not that. saying I would I'm, buy. I'm, I'm not s- buying the magazine, <laughs> but I will support your uh, endeavors. Um, and speaking of support, those Victoria's Secrets. So let's get to my <laughs> New Year's resolutions. Okay, I, your turn. <laughs> um, no, I think that's great. I do. I think that's a very. I just good, want to be healthy. Yeah, I support you completely. Um, I should probably. I will. Piggyback on that a little bit. What do you want to do? Um, I, I want to push myself. I think I I hadn't realized until kind of coming into this new normal um, after dad that I really do have an issue when it comes to being confident, confident in my own decision making, um, confident in in the choices I make, even well after I've made them. Um, <laughs> so I I really want to push myself out of my comfort zone in aspects where normally I would say like, well, how is this going to affect everyone around me? Uh, maybe I'll just hold, hold back, you know, when it comes to like decisions about stuff. And so, yeah, I just, I want to push myself to be more confident in the choices I make, uh, in, in making the right choices for me. Um, Mm -hmm. and that benefit the people around me and, you know, in in the world in general, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So not being so more like, because it feels like negative to say like more self-centered or anything. Not like that. I just mean no. it to be more like I want to 
push myself out of my comfort zone. Right. Your intention isn't to put others second to you or, oh, never, or never. do things to hurt others. It's, never, never, never. But to, yeah. But Matt, if you don't, who will? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Of, of just being like, uh, you know, I, <coughs> I do, it sounds like a cliche, but after seeing how sick dad got and after dad's passing, it really did set into my mind that like in, in this being that I am here on earth, like that I get one go around of it and I want to make sure that it's the best one I can make of it. And so, um, I just want to be mindful of that, of like what will be the best for me going forward. And if it, if it is uncomfortable for me to do things like do them anyway, Mm -hmm. kind of a thing. If Um, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And that idea honestly scares me to death. I mean, if it's the right thing to do. Uh, and I know that I have a wonderful support system to bounce things off of. All my friends are fantastic. That yeah, I, I love you do. them. You have great friends. My family, of course. Your mom's pretty good. Good one. Got a good one. So, yeah, I think that would be mine is to to take this latter part of the year where I'm really mindful of um, what I'm experiencing and, and using that to push my life towards something really fulfilling or Because uh, at just the end of the day, at the end of the day... On your dad's last day, had he been conscious, but but I know in his days before his last day, he he looked back and didn't have regrets. No, and he was and he was open adamant about on that. saying that that and he that, that he's com- he'd comfortable. He'd do it again. Yeah, I want to do that too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think those are good. Those are yeah. big, though. It's big. Um, Yours is kind of. Yours is going to be harder than mine. I mean, all I got to do is walk out to the yeah. mailbox every day and then yeah, uh, well, maybe not, up the block and around a circle somewhere. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to baby step into it. Really, it's it. It's a whole way of thinking different. It is. And it's one of those things that I didn't realize until more recently um, how much of an issue that I do have with, with self-confidence and, and stuff. And so I, I would just really like to... Um, kind of like what we we're talking about when it comes to anxiety or anger or even like good emotions, but treating them with love and treating myself right. with love and being like, Hey, you got this. Yeah. Like you, you know, you got this. I, and so I love that. I love that. That's a great, that's a great thing to work on in the new year. We'll see how it goes. Well, 2019, <laughs> you know, Matt, it cannot, no, I, I, I'm just saying it can't get worse, right? right. It's, I'm okay to leave 2018 behind us and move forward. Sure. I and mean, if I, we're moving forward to make ourselves better, yeah. Because I, I, we're good. I understand the argument of, because I, I hear a lot of like, uh, you know, January 1st really isn't any different than December 31st. It's just another day. But really, I do like that idea of you're, uh, you're setting a new pace yeah. when it comes to January you know, it comes to the new year. Uh, and so I want to take that pace and, and really, yeah, I guess just try to do good with it. Um, I think. Hey, here's cool. what I'm thinking, though. Yeah. Going against my resolution. Probably not going against yours. <laughs> thinking this year of having a party at the house for for Fat Tuesday. For oh, Mardi yeah? Gras. Mardi Gras party? Yeah. New Orleans style. What do you think? Yeah, I love it. I think that'd be great. We'll get a king cake. Yeah, we'll just, a, oh, a couple. Yeah. A couple king cakes. Um, there are some cocktails, which then again, I'll have to... But in the spirit of Mardi Gras, you got to do it once before... So you got to let yourself... You got to be forgiving of yourself, too. I mean, it's it's really well, one it's, of those things. it's the day you put it all out there yeah. as you move into Lent. And, yeah. And, um, but anyway... Yeah. We've never done that before. That could be really fun. Fun. New experiences. Things that sound fun. We have to we'll look up to how to make go. vegetarian... 
po' boy sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's there's recipes out there, I'm sure. Um, hey, I have a question for you, too. Yeah. In my freezer, there is a little tofurkey roast. Oh, it, that's right. I love that. I don't know if that's the same thing that made you not it, feel good last week. It is the same thing that made me not Do feel good. Do you want it? I will take it. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I... Yeah, I'll okay. take it for sure. Um, and you know what else I have for you? Again. A leftover candy cane right there. There Thank, it is. That's the end you. of it. I'm okay with calling this the end of the Christmas season at my house. I'll take it okay. and I'll enjoy it. Yeah. And it's I and really one, I we made it. I ate candy cane at the the dog park and it yeah. tasted great. Yeah. Seriously, we I mean, you know, I don't want to dwell on it too much we didn't but make I, it. we rocked it. I'm proud proud of our family, I'm proud of you. I I think we did sort of we, we prepped ourselves coming into this season, uh, the end of the year, and it's been a crazy year. It's been crazy. Um, but, you know, I, although I feel like we did it all individually, I think we did it better because we all were a group. Our family leaned in together. Yeah. And I'm so proud of that. Same. I will say at the very beginning of this year, um, I, I mean, of course, I... I didn't love anybody in this family anymore or any less, but no. I I did not feel as close to everyone as I do now. Right. And I, I will hate to the day I die that, that the catalyst of that was dad getting sick and dying, but I True. love where we are yeah. at now. Well, and I think that his passing made us all step up our game a little bit more because we had 20% more to fill in, <laughs> yeah. you know, with yeah. one of the five having passed yeah now you have to give your 120 <laughs> to each other and it gave that perspective of what is really important to me and it's you know it's, it is my family and it, it is. is and it it's just the the love that we have experienced exactly and we are so thankful to all of you who are listening oh who, goodness, who yes. have joined us in this latter part of the year and we look so forward to continuing right. into the new to into the, the new the year next. and you know please Please do email us. Yeah. Um, Dealing with it pod at gmail.com. Thank you, Matt. It is, uh, yeah, available to anybody and everyone who just, if you feel so compelled to, to share uh, even even what, what you want to do going your forward. Your New Year's resolution. I mean, as, yeah. Just, as you're dealing with it. Yeah. And, and if you just want to share with us what you're dealing with, it, it does feel nice to have a support, um, you know, just to, to it, it feels nice to sort of just. Air, air your grievances. Air, air what, well, air what feels bad. Like, um, and, you know, and if not, that's okay too. We just well, definitely appreciate you. Know that you. We can't say we've experienced everyone's experiences. We've only experienced what ours is, but we're gaining knowledge and understanding through through bad stuff, and would love to hear from you. Absolutely, as you're as you're willing to do the same. Yeah. Um, so as. as you know, we've talked about some things for the new year. Um, you know, I am single now. I mean, we've talked about bringing in the girls for a yeah. uh, a girl talk. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I know, I know, Katie, one hundred percent is on yeah, board. Yeah, my uh, my daughter in laws and and uh, support team, and because there's a lot of stuff about being a single woman that I have questions about, and. I'm not a stupid woman, and I'm sure I can look things up on Google, but there's a whole generation of people closer to who've been out meeting new people that that I'm very happy to listen to. Well, because, yeah, I mean, what did you say when you and Dad started? We were dating in 1980, so, you know, it's been a little while. Yeah. And um, 
it's just different now. And the Facebook thing is different and meeting people is different. I've gone out with some friends to listen to music at bars. And um, actually, I had a good friend uh, pay me. Was it like five dollars to go? Inter- Did I not tell you about this? I don't know. I, I went and introduced myself to a drunk cowboy. Okay. And she paid me five bucks to do it because I was just wanting to stand in the corner and shiver like a little chihuahua. Yeah. Because this is so hard for me. She goes, "I'll pay you five bucks if you go over." And he wasn't unattractive. <laughs> And then yeah. I did introduce myself to him, and he did put his arm around me and his hand on my butt. What? I, did I tell you about that? No, oh, you did not tell me about that. never mind. We'll talk about it in the new year. Oh, I suppose so. Come uh, on no, back. Well, <laughs> I guess it, I, I think it's totally fun and cool that your friends are trying to get you to experience things, as long as it is at your pace. Uh, as if <laughs> You have your eyes doing that thing again. But... <laughs> Drunk cowboys are costing my mom and Well, what was sort of But hey. What I'm just saying is I trust you, of course. uh, Of course. And um I was with a very large group of people. But as long as it's what you want to do. If you think it's fun to introduce yourself to somebody That night it was fun. Of course. Um as long as it's your it was kind of what was nice what was nice is you don't Maybe my self-confidence is not high. Your dad would build me up, you know, and make me feel beautiful, and he loved me, and blah, blah, blah. But you get out in a sea of strangers, and you don't know. And what, your yeah, confidence can be low. You kind of have to wonder, how do I match up to everyone And so, in the I mean, world? yeah, this man was really drunk. But I'm just saying, I'm so the bar's not set high, yeah. but he didn't find me unattractive, <laughs> I guess. Or if maybe I misread his well, hand signals, but... I have uh, way. so many feelings about those, but <laughs> I do, I trust you. I think well, uh, and and it's cool that you're out having fun, as long as you're safe, and as long as you know that your worth is not uh, uh, brought on by how many drunk cowboys touch your butt. <laughs> See, you're such a good boy, because these are the things that you know you. It's just so different being mm-hmm. married and in a bar with your dad. You always have somebody to dance to. And I yeah. wasn't, I was happy. And then when you're there, of course you're going to dance with your friend too. Yeah. You know, but there does come a time when you realize that you do need to put your head up, get your shoulders back a little bit, stand straight and say, hello, new friend. So yeah. I made five bucks. And you made some money. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing none of these stories. No, I, I do. I, I, I am excited to see how you do come into this. Like like you said, it's a different world than, than 1980 or when you and Dad were first getting well, together. Well, I knew how to disco. I'm just saying. It wasn't the prevalent mm-hmm. dance at the so Cowboy you're not, you're not You're not without skill in this. Uh, it's just not a skill that people need. <laughs> kind of like paper making. <laughs> you know? It's okay. But it's all right. Um so, you know, in 2019, unless I'm still going to stay in the corner for a while, and that's fine. I'm, I'm good with that, too. But I'm I'm willing to... Maybe push yourself to, out of your comfort zone well, as well. sometimes, and talk about it, and I hope you're, you're willing to hear about it. I'm here for it all. You're a good boy. <laughs> and I love you for that. I love you, too. And we Matthew, love you. You have a great new year. Yeah, you as well. And everybody who's listening to us, have a... Have a really enjoy the end of your holiday season here, and um, and just know that you are not alone. Yeah, and we are not professionals. Please, if no. you're feeling sad and depressed and hopeless, reach out. Reach out. There's there's 
so many resources of people out there who who really, you know, you, your life here is so valid. It, it really is. is, and and it's it is a beautiful thing to be alive. Even though I know firsthand how much it, it doesn't feel that way sometimes. No, it's it's painful um, sometimes, and yet. You know, your purpose on this earth isn't done if you're still here. So yeah, you got things to do. Yeah, and you got people who care about you. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, well, yeah. so for the end of, of 2018 and for the beginning of 2019, just keep, keep dealing, dealing with, with it. it.